Hello, everyone. Welcome to God's Internet Church Podcast, episode 99. And I'd like to thank you for joining us and watching us, I mean, listening to us and being part of this podcast. I encourage you, if it's been a blessing, to come and share it with people, share past episodes with people. And well, maybe they will sign up so we can help more for the kingdom of God to help a lost and dying world come and know Christ. And this is not just for stats because God's put me on this earth to share his word, the word of God. And and I'm trying to reach as many as people for Christ as Christ would want to come into his kingdom. So it's not about stats. It's not about views or or how many. You know, it's just something that God's put in my heart to share the word with many people of the lost, dying world to come know Christ and help current Christians. Um with current problems, maybe from the Bible. And let me tell you something, saints. I know we haven't been on the air like we should have. We moved the church offices from one city to another city. Um, we were kind of forced to, and we've been experiencing some, we've been experiencing some um, hard Job lessons in our life ourselves, me and my wife and the online ministry. But, you know, the book of Job has helped me and my wife and the online ministry through what we're going through. And I just like to apologize. We are going to start being on the basis of Tuesdays and Thursdays being more toward evening and posted by online by 8 o'clock. So I encourage you to join us still. They won't be on um, in the mornings anymore because the way life was disrupted and where we're living now, it's we got to redo some things, but that's okay. When we left left off with Job chapter twenty two three, and we know we've been going through the book of Job, and we did Job twenty three last time, and Job wanted to discuss his troubles with God, and we know that his friends were not happy about that because they think Bildad thinks that if you're a sinner, God won't listen. Or talk to you. Now we know from the Bible that that's not true, but we also got to remember that Bildad, it wasn't in before Jesus died on the cross, before the Bible was written. Okay. But Job, and also said that Job trusts God, even though things were going wrong. He believed. He believed that. God was going to bring him through. And he believed that God had him going through this for a reason. All right. Then we talked about Job was worried about God. Okay. Now, he really shouldn't have been worried about God and his future. 
Because he didn't need be afraid because God had a plan that for Job where was wonderful. Okay, and God's plans are wonderful for everyone who trusts in Him, even though they start out not looking good. And this is where the point is where me and my wife is in these days. Okay, well, we're going to go into the book of Job, chapter 24, and we're going to read verses 1 through 4, and then we're going to go over what. The chapter is relaying to us, okay? So Job chapter 24, 1 through 10, 1 through 4. And it says, God sees what is happening, but his servant waits in vain. For the days when he is judged, men move fences so that they can steal fields. Such men look after farm animals and they stole they lead away donkeys and small horses. They belong to child that belongs to a child without parents. They take widows' cows because the widows owe them money. Such men send poor people away so that poor people must hide. Okay? Now, Job chapter 1, and the first thought here. It's under Job continue his speech, but his first thought here, the actions of a cruel man. And Job went over different things, what they do. Now, verse 1 cover all this, okay? Job was patient. He suffered greatly, but he was waiting for the day when God would help him. On that day, would be like a judge. He would listen to Job and God would rescue Job. Okay? So he basically was waiting on God. Okay? Verse 1 explains that Job's main ideal in chapter 24, God's servants are the people who trust him. They are waiting for the day when God would help them. And many are suffering like Job, but God doesn't always rescue them immediately and sometimes he don't rescue her immediately and it's been the same kudos the same lesson the same speech that sometimes God is trying to get our attention with these storms of life sometimes he's trying to get you back in life and sometimes is he's bragging on God. Now in Job's situation, uh, bragging on Job, God's bragging on Job. Now in this situation, is God's bragging on Job. But God has a plan. What was meant for evil turned around for good. Now, as I was saying here in God's Internet Church, podcast that we me and my wife are kind of going through a job experience ourselves, and since we've been here where we moved there might be with course we'll keep the online ministry going and stuff like that but there might be an actual position to a church up here to help out a pastor that needs help Okay, and I'm going to work that forward. Then 
God's dropped my heart into another man, a young uh, another brother in the Lord that help in an on outside ministry praying for people. See, God has a reason for all things and things to be done. Okay? But sometimes he's got to use circumstances to get our attention or to work things out. Okay? So we got to be patient and realize sometimes he's not going to rescue us immediately because he has other plans. Okay? There are also many wicked people, such as people caused other people to suffer. Zophar thought that God would punish them quickly. Okay? But often these evil people will continue to be evil until they die. In other words, we're going to have people out there that's going to come against you. People that work for the kingdom of the devil. And they're out, and the devil's going to use them to persecute you. And we're going to have them. Some of them are businessmen, some of them are politicians, some of them are just mean people. And as we read for verses 1 through 4, that some of these people did some undespicable things. Okay? Now, and they won't get punished until the day they die. Now, verses 2 before was talking about the subject of some evil people steal things, but other evil people are just cruel. The widow in verse 3 owed money. The lender thought that it was right for him to take her cow. But the lender was cruel and evil. The widow needed to have a cow in order to look after her land. Without the cow, the widow will become very poor, and the lender has taken her strongest animal away from her. And you know, there's people out there that do that. Now, we remember the Christmas story, and I know it's not Christmas, but God is bringing it to mind. We know the Christmas story that of Scrooge. And Scrooge was a hard-nosed man. Now, I seen the musical version of, version of Scrooge. And when the guy died, and as the ghost was showing them, they were celebrating. Scrooge thought they were celebrating him. But actually, they were celebrating and praising God that he was dead. Because they didn't have to live under the oppression anymore. Well, let me tell you something, saints. There's people out there trying to take what you and everybody else has from you. From the government to layman people. Okay? Now, the second thought here, we're going to look at verses 5 through 10. And it says, Poor people are like wild donkeys. Small horses in the desert. For such people, their work is to find food. They find their children food in wild places. They collect any grains that remains in the field. They take any fruit that the wicked man leaves in his garden. They have no clothes to wear. By night, so these poor people must sleep naked. They have nothing to wear when 
the weather is cold. They are wet whenever rain falls on the mountains. They hug the rocks because they have no shelter. But a rich man will even steal a baby that has no father. The rich man will take the child to be a, to be his slave because the mother cannot pay her debt. Poor people wander about naked because they have no clothes. Although they harvest the crops, they some themselves are still hungry. They make the oil that make the wine, but nobody allows them to drink it. They scream as they are dying in the city. Their spirits cry out for help. But God does not accuse the man who causes evil poor people to suffer. And this this thought of between verses 5 to 10 is the subject of people who suffer greatly. Okay? And let me tell you something, saints. There's a lot of people suffering greatly. Okay? Every day. Verses 5 through 8 deal with this. Okay? It deal with this. It says, this passage is very, very sad. These people struggle to find food in verse 5. I mean, they, they get cold and wet. They have nowhere to live. Job said that they are like widows with like, like wild donkeys, not widows. God answered Job upcoming in Job 39, verses 5-8. to God reminds Job that he knows about wild donkeys and God provides their food. We know that God cares about poor people. They are his people. Proverbs 22.2 No Christian should care about so, so, excuse me, no, no Christian. So Christians should care about them too. Okay? So basically, it's what's saying that there's a lot of people out there and God cares what happens to them. Okay? And it's also saying here that we should care what happens to them too in the book of Proverbs 22 2. And we should. The Bible does tell us to consider the poor. In fact, there's a thing, and I believe it's in the New and it's in one of the four Gospels, telling us, when did you clothe me? There are times that you didn't clothe me, you didn't feed me, you didn't give me drink, you didn't help me when I need, and, and that line of thinking. But then it came to find out, they said, Lord, when didn't we give you a clothes to wear when you are cold, when we didn't feed you, when we didn't drink? He said, when you find the least of these that have these problems. So God is about us being about his business and help people that are in needs. Fathers, if your kids are suffering, no matter if they're adult kids, teenage kids, or little kids, you need to help them. Even if it's family members or even Christian people or people on the street. Yesterday, I was riding with my cousin out in 
she was helping me and my wife go back to the city where we used to live. And we had to pick some mail up and we had to pick up some uh, stuff in storage and from our storage cage there. And we had to, you know, handle some business. And she took us because our car is not exactly, it's running, but we don't trust long distances right now. But she helped us through going. Okay, and we saw a homeless man, or appeared to be a homeless man. Um, but in reality, at that time, we felt we saw too many instances that it appeared to be a guy that could sustain himself. So God didn't speak to us, and that's why I handle. If God tells speaks to me to help somebody, I help them. But if God don't speak, I don't. Okay. Well, she was saying that's what she does too. And she and then she believes God is calling her to help. She'll go buy the food from somewhere and come back and give it to them. She won't give them the money. Okay. And that is a good practice these days to do. Okay. But you got to make sure that these people are not trying to scam you. Because there is people on corners of America. I mean, I saw one guy dressed in the dirtiest clothes you can see. Okay. But I see him smoking cigarettes. I seen him. I went by like four or five times that day because we had a lot of errands. Then I seen him drinking stuff from a fast food place. And then the fourth time I went by, I seen him taking a break, sitting in a Mercedes Benz that was in the gas station, parked in one of the parking spots with the music on. And just at that, he was looking like he didn't have anything. And he was eating a full pizza that looked like he bought for lunch. So, I mean, you got to be careful if these people need help or not. You got to pray when you do see it, will God direct and lead me? And he will. Okay. Now God didn't direct it. God did direct and lead me about that. And when it came down to it, God tells me yes. Sometimes he tells me no. Now, Okay, we're going to look at verses 13 through 17 now of Job chapter 24. And it says, some people oppose everything that is good. They do not know how they should behave or they choose to do evil deeds. These people hate daylight. The murderers get up at night. He kills poor people and he is the thief by night. A married man wanted to have sex with a woman who is not his wife. So he wants for nightfall. He thinks nobody will see him. He covers his face. Thieves enter the houses by night, but they stay inside during the day. They hate daylight. These people are afraid of the daylight. They are family familiar with the terror of the night. Now, verses 13 through 17, and the thought of these 
five verses are dealing with people who oppose everything good. Okay, so verses 13 through 17 has a disbehavior that is opposite from normal behavior. What's normal? Normal, we work during the day and we do our everyday activities during the day. Okay. Before people had electric, it was especially important. People needed light to see what they were doing. But the people that Job described hated daylight. They preferred darkness. They carried out their evil deeds in secret. First Thessalonians 5 and 5 through 8 is covering this thought also. So there's people out there that oppose good things, oppose the word of God, oppose the Bible, oppose the way regular people live and work during the day. Now, am I saying here because you work a midnight shift at a factory or at an office building or at a company that you're wrong? No. I'm talking about people who do things secretly, like people who rob people, people who kill people, people who breaks in the businesses, people who do this or that, that kind of thing, or even doing some evil sacrificing, okay? They're, called, they're people of the night, okay? And that dark night, I believe, is not necessarily a thing about night either, you know, the people who do things in secret. And dark cover, you know, and secret dealings, okay? That could mean that, too, all right? Now, verses 18 to 25, let's go to it. It says, such people are like bubbles on the surface of waters. They do not deserve anything that is good. There should be no fruit in the gardens, in their gardens. When the weather is dry, the warm shows just disappears. In the same way, these evil people will die. Even their mothers will not remember these evil people. Instead, the tiny animals in the grave will eat their bodies. These people are like a tree that has fallen down. They were cruel to to women who had no children. They were unkind to widows, but God is strong. When he's oppressed, these are powerful men, they will die. God's right might allows them to think that they have security, but he is watching their actions. They are successful for a short time, but they did die. They must die like everyone else. They are like corn during the harvest. If I am wrong, and then show my error to me. If you can prove my, that my words are wrong. Verse 18 and 25 are dealing with this. Wicked people may continue their evil deeds, behavior for a long time. But in the end, they will die. And then they cannot continue their evil deeds. They will not return from hell. They will never carry out their crew activities again. And we're going to stop there about this reading. And it's going to share me a Bible story that's out of the books of the Gospels telling us about asking this one old man, cheated people and everything. I believe he was a farmer. 
and he died. And he found himself in shell Hades, basically hell, suffering. And he was so thirsty, he asked Abraham just to dip his finger, who was on the other side of paradise, which is emptied now because of what Jesus did on the cross, and let me suck off it, your finger. And the guy says, I can't cross and I can't do that for you. Then he says, send a messenger to my family so they don't do what I did. Because he could see what his family was doing. So they don't end up where I am. But let me tell you something, saints. It's too late then. Okay? You got to make sure your stuff is right here on earth. To live right. Because in the end... You're going to hell if you don't get your life straight with God. Verses 22 and 25. God decided how long a person will live. And God decides when these wicked people will die. A wicked man may be powerful and nobody may dare to oppose that man. But when God acts, that man will die. Nothing can prevent that man's death. When it's your time, God's going to take you. Either you have judgment in hell or you'll go to heaven. Such men are like corn during the harvest. A farmer decides when he will collect the corn. On that day, the corn plant cannot remain in the fields and it ends. its end is certain. Either rot or be eaten. But God is our harvester. God is our God. He has a pre predestined time for us to all come home. Don't squander your life, saints. Don't squander your life, Christian brothers and sisters. Be right with God. Every day. And that means asking God to forgive you every night. Not asking for you to become a Christian again, but asking God to forgive you for sins maybe you did during the day that you know of. And maybe sins that you didn't know of. Because we could hurt people. We could hurt people inadvertently. All right. Now. Now. What have we learned here in the book of Job? We learned basically that there's men out there to get us. They're going to determine to get you. And they don't care how they do it. They don't care how old you are. They don't care how young you are. Today, just before I went to go record this podcast, I was watching the news. And in Texas... 14 elementary schools kids got shot by an 18-year-old man and a teacher killed. Other kids injured. But 14 lives from second grade to fifth grade. A lot of different ranges. 
And these kids had nothing to do with what this guy was doing. And that guy got, and the shooter got killed in the process too. Of trying to apprehend him. It's sad, saints. It's sad. That just goes to show you. It hits the young. It hits the old. And it also goes to show you. That you have, don't have a choice from a minute from now. I could be doing this podcast. And be done. And have a heart attack. I could be doing this podcast. And someone. The house blow. You never know. It's what God gives you now that's important. And that's how you need to live for God. I'm sorry. But if you're an evil person and you may be listening to this. Or you're cheating people. And God is convicting you. You need to deal with that sin now. Because you're not promised tomorrow. But this Bible study has taught us here today. There's people out there that's going. That's going. That's going to be out to get you. They don't care how they're going to do it. But in the end, God will get you justice if it never gets solved. And someday I will share what happened to me and my wife. But right now, because of investigations and stuff, I'm not at liberty to tell. But God will take care of it. If I don't see justice in my life, someday what happened, that person's life will, what happened will be taken care of. Okay, so trust that God will get you justice, even though you don't see it. God will get you justice. Now, in closing this podcast, and I hope that you don't hear the sounds and stuff. We're we're trying a new mic system for the podcast now, and the producers here with us, and uh, he's. Trying to tell me that it's time. We're 36 seconds over. Even though, you know, we, the the podcast, there's no set time. We just try to do it in 30 minutes because we find that a lot of people do spend time listening to podcasts, but they don't want to listen to a lot, you know, a lot long time. So that's why we try to keep it. But you know our podcasts typically go over to almost 40, 50 minutes. But but all we got really deal with today is our prayer request sheet. And if you are current listeners, yeah, you know I've asked you to write these prayer requests down. Um, we're going to go over it. Um, and then we're going to pray, putting our hands on the devices. And we're going to pray that God answers these prayer all at one time. And then Thursday, we're current, we will, you know, hopefully get back to doing it singly. Um, we still unpacking some stuff. I haven't found that sheet I used to use for the 
you know, dedication of end, ending the thing, blessing of the week, benediction, or the, the sheet that I used to read from for the week. But we will get back to that. In fact, after I get done with the podcast, I'm going to my office and I'm going to try to pick that up and where we can have it on the next podcast too. But before, and then I'm going to pray and then we're going to close with some announcements. So let's, we going to be praying for my dad, James Weaver. He has an aneurysm on his aorta. We need to pray for my mom, Laura Lee Weaver, for her back. We need to pray for my cousin, Margaret, for her leg and some things that she's going through on her life. And part of it is a, a sibling that she's having problems with. Um, then we got to pray for... Like um, our friend Lloyd, and I know he's got cancer, and we've been trying to get a hold of him, and he's not getting back to us. So we need to try to get that, and we need to pray for my husband, my wife, and my brother-in-law as they're getting ready to close the estate. We did get confirmation how much money is supposed to come, but uh, and that they're still having some things, and we're having some problems. Well, you know, it just seems like it's taking longer, but maybe there's something going on. I don't know. That's good. Um, we need to pray for my friend Sean, for an unspoken for him. And we need to pray for his mother. She's trying to help her. Her name is Robin. Help her husband take care of him, and now try to take care of her. He's got a bad heart, and now try to help take care of her sister, who is kind of needs help in every area of her life now. And so we need to pray for that situation. Then we need prayer for my cousin Sharon, which you know she's got all kinds of stuff going on in her life. She's got tennis elbow. We need to pray for that. We need to pray for my. Cousin-in-law, Justina, and she's got a fatty liver, and it causes her to pass out. And also, she's got a dislocated elbow, and she's trying to work. So hopefully that elbow is healed. i got to find out, but we're leaving it on there. Um, then for my Aunt Denise, her surgery was a success. I know we've been praying for it. She's doing a lot better, and now her back pain's gone. So we're basically take we're going to keep her on the list just for recovery from the, the, the procedure but they went well we're going to pray for my cousin Lori she's got some things going on in her life that she don't want known to some of the family members uh, so we're keeping it as unspoken we need to pray for my grandma and know she's 93 years old uh, and she's dealing with a, a problem under her porch under her house and um Lengthy discussion, you know, I'm going to have to go over, but there it involves sand and she has a one level house and a crawl space and we're trying to get someone out there, which we called today and set something up for her, but it's going to be like in a few days and she's dealing with a, a musky odor smell, which is pie mildew. And so we're hoping we want you guys to pray that there's no mold under the house because she don't need to be breathing this stuff in. Um, 
And then we need to pray for me. My blood pressure is getting better, but I still want it on there. It's been a little low the last couple of days. But like I said, we've been through a lot the last couple of days. But praise the Lord. And I just want you to, if you have these, I hope you continue to pray and keep praying. Oh, and then I don't have the name in front of me. I apologize, but it just popped in. And within the last week, there was a prayer request that needed to be added. And he, I don't know if it's a wife, a brother, family members. I don't know if it's one or two. But they're, whatever the case of the number is, they're all in the hospital and they're in another country. And they're all in the hospital, and the doctors cannot find what is um, making them sick. It's not COVID, and they went through all the tests. So we need to pray for these people. Uh, it came in on the God's Internet Church, the mother ministry to this ministry, our online church services, church. And so we need to pray for them, too. All right, and I think that's everybody. So what we're going to do now, we're going to put our hands on the devices, and then we'll close out the podcast and our closing remarks. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we ask you to be with all these needs that were met. We ask you to help with helping them through their lives. We ask you to answer the prayers that need to be praised, prayed answered we ask you to help them with the guidance if they're asking for guidance we ask you to help them through life situations we just ask you all this in jesus name amen and amen now tomorrow night i know we used to do the podcast tuesday wednesdays and thursdays Wednesdays are not going to be there now. It's just going to be Tuesdays and Thursdays. But I look, I look forward to um, you joining us on God's Internet Church online services, online service, online church for our Wednesday night Bible study. And we've been studying the book of Proverbs. And you you heard this before. And all you can do, you can become new members today. All you got to do is go to Facebook, type in God's Internet Church, and it will come up. Join the group. It's free to join. No problems. You don't have to wait. And you'll probably even, it might take us time to welcome you. But you can start watching the video, the the pack of the stuff coming in. We do it live at seven o'clock on Wednesdays, and we'll be studying the Book of Proverbs. It's been down for a couple weeks, but we're getting better back to it this week because of the move. But we've been also do we've been still doing the Sunday night live versions there was a couple reruns but we got back live last week um i mean this week it was pre-taped but it was live and uh well it was recorded it was pre-taped but then we put it on the live streaming but it will be live from me at seven o'clock on sunday night so i encourage you to join that and then like i said then we'll be back with you guys on Tuesday, well, Thursday this week, with the sec- upon this Bible study on the book of Job chapter 25. And then we'll have 
you know, go back through the schedules again. So I encourage you to watch this. And you could tell your friends now because I made a way that where this podcast, we're going to start airing them from number one to where we are now. I'm not going to, because uh, I don't want to start loading them live. So right after we're done with this and I get this recorded, I'm going to take the podcast of number of the first, find out where Joe started, and then I'm going to start airing them on Facebook. Also on God's Internet Church and other groups because I feel God, God made a way, and I feel it's time that we start using them. And I'm also going to start putting them on YouTube, on God's Internet Church, because you can start watching our stuff on YouTube, too. And it's called God's Internet Church, pastored by Ronald Weaver, which is God's Internet Church, online church, YouTube channel. So you'll be able to get the podcasts, and you should be able to get the um the the um preaching there too. So you can join there, but it's not live there. So just to let you know. On that note, I'm being told we're nine, we're eleven minutes over. I'm being told that we gotta sign off. So I'm Pastor Ron Weaver saying looking forward to see you tomorrow night for God's Internet Church Bible study on the book of Proverbs and live and join us there. And then I look forward to being with you guys Thursday again. Thursday. But remember, the morning sessions are not on. We're recording them evening now. And they should be all on by 8 o'clock on Hop Hopper. But they should be on Facebook too. And, and then Sunday, I'll see you for God's Internet Church online service at 7 o'clock live. On that note, I'm Pastor Ron Weaver saying love one another, help one another, be kind to one another, especially in these times. I'd like to say God bless you and see you next time on this podcast for God's Internet Church podcast episode 100. We hit the 100 mark. On that note, I'd like to say God bless you. I'm Pastor Ron Weaver, your host. Saying, see you next time on God's Internet Church Podcast 100. And God bless you.